Hey, what's going on, good people? Welcome back to another episode of Training Well Done. This is your host, Coach Donald, and this is a podcast about the, about the what, the why, and the how of quality training. And I know, people, it has been a little while since you've heard from me, but your boy is back. It's been a grind lately. You know, high school track is underway Club track is starting up. Oh, lots going on here at GHP. We got a couple new interns coming in. We are in a search still for a marketing intern. So, you know, if you look, if you know anybody who might be interested, maybe you're interested, getting some marketing experience, learning about how to market when, like, the stuff's really on the line. You know, you go to, like, a nice little firm, you do your internship in marketing, but what you do kind of matters, but not really. Here, what you do matters, because I have to market to, you know, feed myself, baby. So, you'll get to learn how to run cool podcasts like this and make them better, learn how to do email marketing, learn how to create partnerships, learn how to work with videographers and photographers, and you'll have the experience the opportunity to gain experience in making our systems better at that. So if you know anybody, um, reach out to them. If you are that person, holla at your boy. Whew, so much. So, man, life is good right now. I am, I'm doing good, y'all. I'm doing good. Um, my personal life is going well. You know, I got some nice things going on. I'm learning the value of rest. I am amazed at how much better the businesses when it comes to coaching, when it comes to enjoyability and productivity of new things, and of course the money aspect, when I'm not overworking. The less double-digit days I do, the better everything is. The more double-digit days I do, the less things seem to happen. So I am learning that as a valuable thing. And whoo. But it's tough to do that because uh, high school track is a nice time commitment. It's a good 10 plus hours a week of time to um, do things. Although this year it's a little less because our practices are shorter now. And this episode kind of stems from that. I went running with um, a friend who I'm hoping to bring on this podcast uh, in the near future. And we were talking about just different aspects of coaching high school track. And something that's been different this year for the school I coach at is due to our new COVID policies, which only allow for one sport to be using the field or the track at any given time. And so then on top of that, we have like a sanctioned one hour on there, an hour and 15 minutes. But the kids have to get themselves there, so that sometimes turns into, like, just an hour. And for the most part, I mean, it's generally fine. We make it work. But we're used to, at least I'm used to, I'm sorry, I'm used to two-hour practices. And so I was thinking about some of my kids who I train here at GHP over the long period of time and their improvements. And thinking about how much they train versus how some of my kids train in high school who are not getting a lot better they're getting better but not like drastically and then some of the ones who are getting a lot better in what they're doing and I was thinking to myself and this also is fueled by one of my other 
uh, athletes who used to train a lot and doesn't train nearly as much as they used to, and it's showing. And I definitely am jaded about that, but I will say no more about that specifically on this podcast because I will not be, oh, this venting about my feelings, right? I did that already. So what did I notice about how much some of my athletes are training here at GHP and over the years of my coaching and reflecting on how much have different athletes I've trained in high school, in club, in other sports other than track and field, and how much they train and how much improvement they got or just how fast their gains came versus you know how little some athletes I've coached over the years have trained over these different um, aspects of training. And even thinking about that as an adult, while this is largely about you know high school, middle school age athletes, and particularly high schoolers, high schoolers, this does apply to adults when we think about like, hey, well, well uh, weekend warm warriors. Oh my God, I can't talk. Weekend warriors versus you know professional athletes who get full time money to do this, or they at least train part time to you know get paid eventually. And so it stages this question of how much training time should you spend training? And that's what I am going to answer today. Now, you can do a Google search and find these answers. I did not do a Google search to pull up these answers. So this is based on my own research in the gym of looking at athletes that I've trained uh, in various capacities of my life and how much they're training. So, Let's get underway. I find, I want to start with the optimal part, that 10 to 15 hours a week of training is a sweet spot for most young athletes to be training. 10 to 15 hours a week generally lays out to be, if you have practice five days a week, it lays out to be two hours of practice, Monday through Friday, and then you doing some auxiliary work for anywhere from one to five hours a week, whether that's doing some extra workouts on Saturday morning or Sunday, whether that is doing some uh, work a couple nights, two or three nights or mornings a week throughout the middle of the week. I find that athletes who are doing really well in their sports train about this much. It is a decent time commitment. You got to train right after school and then maybe, you know, one to three days a week, you might be going somewhere else to train. And a lot of the athletes, admittedly, that I coach here at GHP do train that much. And um, using the story of one of my athletes, I'm not going to let it go, who had a monstrously breakout year two years ago, was training in this sweet spot. And is currently and has been training in the bottom end of what we're going to talk about later on. And the results show. Oh, my gosh. And so I find that, you know, it's like these athletes are texting me, oh, yeah, I did this at this track meet and this invitational. And, you know, I did this on the soccer field. A lot of them are training about this much. And even for those who aren't training five days a week, a lot of them are maybe doing three practices, but maybe those three practices are like three hours long, or maybe they're 
two hours long, but their parents are taking them to some extra skills clinics on Saturdays or they're doing some other fitness work. So maybe they're training three two-hour practices, but they're going to the gym another two to three hours a week and they're doing some extra skill work another two to three hours a week, which puts them at about 10 hours. Now, 10 hours is not like a holy grail if you train like, oh my God, I trained 9.5 hours this week, like I'm the GOAT, right? Or, oh my God, I trained 15 and a half hours, I'm going to get hurt. Or, um, or I meant when I said 9.5, I mean like 9.5 and like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. That's what I actually meant to say. Versus, you know, oh my God, I did 10 hours. Like, yes, it's not like hard lined about that. That's just a range that I find. And... It's based on, you know, how much people are often at practice and then how much time they're spending doing extracurricular training. Not extracurricular training, I'm sorry, extra practice training. So that could be doing stuff with their team. That could be strength training. That could be doing active recovery work. You know, maybe that's intentionally going to do some work at a recovery place. Maybe you're in a sauna, hot tub, cold tub, getting massage therapy. You know, maybe you are seeing a PT to help with a couple small things and concerns. So that's where some of that comes in. And I also want you to keep in mind, these these are loose estimates because depending on the type of training that you're doing and your own fitness, it does influence this a lot. Athletes who are doing a lot of very intense training can't train that many hours. But if you're doing lower and lower intensity training, then you can train more. Work that's more technically sound can be can be wearing on the body if it's low intensity. And you can do a lot of that, but if it's like high intensity and high technical, maybe you can't train 15 hours, uh, especially if you're younger and newer. So, you know, that does play a role. Now, what do I think is too much? I'm going to say that going north of 20 hours a week is too much training if you're not like an elite athlete. So when we think about, let's say, a college athlete who might have two to three hours a day of actual training, like especially like division one, let's say two and a half hours of training, right? That puts down about 15 and then they're probably going to do some lifting and maybe a couple other skill things throughout there. That's going to put them close to 20. You know, it's going to put them between 15 and 20. But a division one college athlete has a type of body that can handle that. A 16 year old who is vying to get a scholarship, but they're not about to probably be a professional, and they're still developing their bodies at 16, 20 hours a week is probably too much. Now, most 20-year-olds who are ever training this much, this usually has to do with those who are playing multiple sports. These are those who are in season for like football or track. I see this a lot. They're in season with track, and then they are doing AAU basketball outside of that, and they have games. So they maybe have, you know, their two-hour track practice, then they have another two to three, often like three to six hours of AAU throughout the week, and then maybe they're going to the gym and doing stuff on top of that. While the gym training can help with building up their resiliency if they're training properly, Often that's a lot of stress on the body. And it's not so much just about the hours stress. It's also about the fact that if a high schoolers training that much, they might not have enough time to really recover. And so, you know, going north of 20 hours is probably too much. Maybe you had a crazy week 
not a big deal unless you have like a major competition coming up and you're sore and exhausted for it. But consistently training that many hours is probably going to lead to an injury. And there are plenty of athletes who go out here and learn this the hard way, going out and they're training two to three hours at their you know, practice and then they're going out and doing extra work every single day. Yeah, that can help you out for a, a few times here and there, especially if you have a lot of room to grow. But it's not something you should consistently be doing. So next time block that I have, five to ten hours per week. I call that the, the minimum, right? I don't want to say the bare minimum because, you know, there's a connotation to the bare minimum. But five to ten hours a week, if you are training five days a week, it probably is actually the bare minimum, right? So if you have practice Monday through Friday, and this is exactly the situation that many of my high schoolers are in right now. They train for 75 minutes a day. That's including their warm-up. That's about... Um, yeah, six, a little over six hours, or close to six and a half hours or so per week that they're training. It's the bare minimum. You can get better, but you're really only going to get better if you have a lot of room to grow. If you're like really bad, I'm not going to say bad, but if you're really out of shape or you're brand new to the sport, you can get a lot better in five to 10 hours a week. But if you're someone with a modest amount of experience in a sport and you're decently fit, all you're doing is kind of maintaining where you're at right now. You're not probably going to be making a lot of progress. And there are exceptions to that, of course. If it's late season and you're peaking and you're doing really intense work that doesn't take very long, maybe. That, you know, that can work. But even then, that's more on the 8 to 10 hour range that that can work. If you're training in that 5 to 6 hour range, that's like general fitness. That's what we want people who, you know, you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to gain a little bit of cardiovascular endurance and fitness and you want your joints to feel better. Like that's in the range for, you know, adults who are not training very seriously. Now, there's an exception to that that I have found. And that's for teams and, and athletes who do long practices only a few days a week. Let's say you're doing three days a week of a three-hour practice. I find that to be very effective. I used to play Ultimate Frisbee in grad school, and yo, three-hour practices will beat you down. You pretty much need the next day of an intense practice to be able to bounce back for the day after that. And so, you know, that works out to be about nine hours of training a week. That's actually pretty good. And even for athletes who are new to a sport and new to training, Doing a three-hour practice three days a week is honestly can be pretty effective in getting a lot of time working on skills. And those type of practices usually involve a combination of doing skill and then having fitness on, on the back end of that. So if you're training like that, that's pretty good. But if you're training one hour a day, five days a week, you're doing the minimum. I'm actually going to just say you're doing the bare minimum. If you're a pretty good athlete, it might take you like good 10, 15, 20 minutes to really get up to speed to train hard anyways. So you're only having half an hour to train. So, mm. And the last category of people who probably don't listen to this podcast, and oh my God, this category of especially youth athletes really gets on my nerves really gets on my nerves because like everything always hurts to them and things are always problematic and it is the people who train less than five hours a week 
if you are training less than five hours a week and you're like in season or like in the meat of real off season, you're not doing anything. Like you're probably just keeping yourself from gaining too much weight that you don't want if you're training like four hours a week. This often are people who don't go to practice. And yeah, that's that. You should not be training less than five hours a week if you're going to call yourself training. Um, now, if you're going to call yourself not training and you're just, you know, doing stuff, then that's completely fine. But, like, if you're like, yeah, I have these goals and I'm seriously trying to reach them, but you're training three hours a week. Mm, yeah, no, that's not going to work. So that is my four categories. I think optimally 10 to 15 hours a week is a really sweet spot for somebody who's seriously training trying to hit some big goals. Going more than 20 hours a week is probably too much. And if you do it too much as a non-elite athlete, you might get hurt because you got to have a body that's built for that. Five to 10 hours is where most athletes probably train in general. Five to 10 hours, most youth athletes are training in this spot. And unless they have, you know, a lot of potential or they really have a, they are, they're really motivated this is generally going to be fine. It's not as optimal, but this is fine for someone who's, you know, they're getting better at the sport and they like it and they enjoy it or they're trying to learn if they like it too much. But, you know, they have other things going on or it's just not that real, right? It's just you know, how sports often should be. That 10 to 15 hour range are for those people who are generally trying to like get on the podiums and go get scholarships or like max out their abilities. And then if you're training, you know, less than five hours a week, um, well, you're probably not listening to this podcast. So that is today's show. I tried to go back to keeping it a little bit shorter because I know they can get long. We got some new stuff coming up. I, you know, I'm looking forward to some of the upcoming interviews we're going to do. We got some upcoming uh, shows about returning to playing for Ultimate because Ultimate is coming back, y'all. And if you don't know what Ultimate is because you are a runner listening to this or you play another sport like basketball, go Google Ultimate Frisbee. It is popping. All right. Oh, what kind of updates with GHP? What's going on with me? Actually, what's going on with me? I've been running a lot. I am planning. I need to sign up for this like this week. The Ohio Powell Half Marathon that's going on in, on May 16th. And I, I am flirting with doing the Pittsburgh Full Marathon. Ever since me and Marcel did that 4x4x48, I have just been feeling like oddly invincible to just do things. And I'm kind of tempted. But we'll see about that. You guys will find out later on. And then, yeah, Pittsburgh Thunderbirds, we start up next Wednesday night. So I am ready to lace up the cleats and see how I'm doing. Oh, my gosh. So I started playing pickup. Oh, like I played the last two Saturdays. It's the first time I've thrown a disc around more than one other person or two other people in since like a year, more than a year. And, you know, your boy feels good. Legs feel good. Definitely rusty on the disc skills, but it's coming back. You know, trying to time the jumps and trying to, you know, get the right throws and all the angles and all that. I should have been practicing all that. But I'm in great shape, though. I'm in way better shape than I used to be. So I'm excited for that. And... Yeah, that's 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 the news. We got a lot of stuff going on. Ah, uh, So, if you are somebody who is trying to take your training from the minimum of five hours and six hours, 
and you want to pad it on with some quality training, we have and GHP alone what it takes to get you to that 10-hour mark, right? You can come in, you can do your in-gym strength training, you know, one to three hours a week. You can come to our trackside program and accumulate another four hours a week. And if your schedule so allows, you can also do our Zoom virtual workouts that we host six half-hour sessions throughout the week. At its maximum, I think that adds up to about 10 hours, actually. Three hours in the gym, four hours at trackside, and then that adds up to about three hours of our Zoom virtual training. So you can add up to 10 hours of training. Um, but, you know, you could also can just, you know, do your sport, right? If you're getting back to playing Ultimate and you want to get in and train with us and get your body prepared to play because I'm trying to get into competing against people's shape. It's one thing for me to go out here and run a 20-minute 5K. It's a whole nother world to go and cutting with the likes of Max Shepard and Thomas Edmonds and competitively cutting up with them. Mm -mm, it's a different level of fitness. So if you're trying to get your body ready when it comes to running, jumping, cutting, getting your body competitively in shape, let us know. We can help you get stronger. We can help you with your running training, whether it's us coaching you through running, taking you through it, or we can put that program together for you virtually and working with you on your cutting technique, uh, being able to jump well and land safely, as well as being able to jump better so that you can go sky somebody this spring. All right. If let's see. Oh, yes. Like, subscribe and share this podcast with a teammate, with a friend, with an athlete that, you know, send them the good news about how you can train better. And, yeah, if you know a marketing intern or somebody who's interested in that, please send them my way, www.ghperformance.com. Uh, last plugs. Let's see. Plug in that Eliminate Your Running Pains ebook. It's also on the website. Download it. It's free. Exercises that we use in here all the time to help people with getting some of those annoying pains in their hips, knees, and ankles. And, yeah, that's all I'm going to do now. This podcast is sponsored by Global Human Performance. We don't have any other sponsors right now. So that that's all right because <laughs> we are the sponsor, okay? So that's where we get the plugs in, baby. All right, I've got to get out of here because I am recording this before our last evening session of the day. And Coach Kyla is sitting here like, is he going to get off this microphone so that we can talk about this next session before I leave? And yes, Kyla. We will talk about that. Everybody else, we'll catch you next time. Holla.